It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And welcome back into Outside the Box, being brought to you by Raising Canes here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joel Norman. It's time for our player guests on tonight's edition. We're joined by forwards Daniel Sambuco and Carson Bidens. And guys, welcome into the show. And, uh, you know, how was your holiday breaks? It's been a couple of weeks since we've had the show. I've been catching up with all of you guys. I've been seeing you over the last couple of weeks. How did you enjoy your holidays? We'll start with you, Daniel. Uh, yeah, mine was awesome. I got to see a lot of family, spent a lot of time at home. Um catch up with my grandparents, get Christmas gifts. So I had a great time at home. Carson, how about you? How was it getting back home? Yeah, it was great for me too. I, it was a great time to uh, see all my family and get together with my friends. And It was short, but it was sweet, so it was good. I asked Rocky this too. Were you guys kind of like me where it was? It started out and it was like, this is great. I needed a break from hockey. But then a couple of days in, you started kind of itching a little bit. And you were ready to get back. Did you feel that way? Yeah, I'd say so for sure. After a couple of days, you're – you're ready to get back to the ice, and you're ready to get back to work. Not that you don't like family, of course, but it's that I'm ready to get back. I think I'm recharged now, right? I, I brought my gear home, so I was skating throughout break, which was uh, you know, a good move, I guess. So, <laughs> But I definitely still had the itch to come back and see everyone and see the guys and my billets, and so I'm happy to be back. Now, Daniel, you told me a cool story about a Christmas tradition you had. I wanted you to share that with fans, though. Something you say you do each year on Christmas Day about, you know, having a game with family and friends. Take me through that. Yeah, so my uncle, um, I guess like four years ago, uh, introduced me to a bunch of his buddies, and as time's gone on, like, we've gotten closer and closer with them, so consider them almost like family, and um, every Christmas Christmas Eve morning, uh, we play a little pickup shinny game. Uh, it's like an hour and a half, and uh, this year was really good. So um, had a hat trick. So not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, got out <laughs> there, but no, it was a lot of fun. So um, got to compete a little bit, and you know, get ready to come back. So three periods. You know, how does it work? Yeah, you guys so, time it, everything. So it's uh, three seventeens. Okay, um, and then at the half you switch goalies. So because. Our goalie initially was a younger kid, pretty good, and then the other guy was, you know, an old guy. So then we switch and kind of even it out. But no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so. the hat trick that you win too. Uh, we lost. Oh, it was no. like nine to eight. Yeah, <laughs> high scoring game. But no, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, hey, Carson, take me through that. Do you have any Christmas traditions back home? Anything that you did, whether it was hockey related or not, that it was just nice to get back and do again? Uh nothing, nothing uh, in particular like Daniel had, but. Just getting together with family a couple days, you know, around Christmas, and maybe go on an outdoor pond or skate with the skate with the uh, all my friends, but nothing, nothing too particular. I was going to ask you that if it was cold enough that you could have gotten on a pond. A lot of the country was pretty frozen right around Christmas yeah, Day. It was honestly, it was probably too cold to go out on the pond. It was, you know, I like the Nebraska weather a lot more than I do the uh, Manitoba weather. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty weird going back up there and realizing how cold it really is and how how we live through that every day. Was that a little bit hectic going back into Canada just with, you know, the travel was already chaotic in the U.S. throughout uh, Christmas week and a little bit afterwards. Was it any tougher getting home with having to go across the border and everything as well? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I actually drove because oh, I didn't nice. want to go through all the airports and I knew it was going to be really busy. So it was about a 12-hour drive, and but I made pretty good time. Did you do it on your own? Did you have someone with you maybe? Like, no, I did it myself. You did it yourself. A 12-hour yeah. drive. Wow, that's a yeah. long day then. It is, yeah, but just listen to some podcasts and listen to the radio and it goes by quick 
you've had a hectic year in general, whether it was a 12-hour ride back home or not, but you got acquired by the Stars. Boy, that was, what, beginning of November now, if I'm remembering right? Take fans through that. When did you hear you were traded, and what were your thoughts initially? I think it was like the Tuesday uh, when I heard I got traded at about probably like 10 in the morning. Um, You know, I was... It was a little weird. It was first, my first time ever being traded or moving teams in a season like this. Um, you know, but I was happy. I enjoyed my time in Cedar Rapids. You know, they're great there and everything. But, you know, I was really happy to move to a, a spot that I knew would be better for me here in Lincoln. And, uh, you know, I found out at 10 and I actually left my billet house there at 2 and got here in Lincoln at probably 7. And I think I played two days later. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. It, I didn't have a ton of time to process it, but... You know, the guys here and the coaching staff and everyone has been super, you know, helpful with getting me started here and helping me out with anything I need. Now, Daniel, you got traded last year. You were with Madison. You get traded to Waterloo. How did his com- experience kind of compare to yours? Was it kind of a similar, you know, you found out and it's like, well, I got to get out of here today then. Yeah, uh, kind of the exact same, to be honest with you. I found out at like 8, um, 8 in the morning, went to breakfast, went back to my house, you know, told my billets. I was very close with my billets, so that was tough. But um, packed up and left and got to Waterloo about 6, 7 o'clock that night and then played that weekend. Um, but, you know, very similar. Is you know, better for me at the time. And, um, you know, I was happy to be there and, you know, be a part of that team as well. I think fans, myself, you always wonder when you're traded – I think you hear about the professional level sometimes. It's something, it feels personal sometimes. But do you also? How does that feel? Or do you kind of look at it immediately and you go, you know what? This is probably for the best, and it's a new opportunity. How do you guys approach a situation like that? I'll start with you, Carson. Uh, I mean, I never took it personal or anything. I was just strictly business. I guess I I knew it was best for them and best for me. I was going to a better spot. Um, but yeah, I, a lot of guys can take it different ways. But I just try to take it in stride. Daniel, how about you? I mean, like I like I said, I can I would totally understand. I frankly, you'd probably be a little emotional in the moment, be like, "Wow, you know, I got traded." Yeah, it was it was tough because you know you're there with the guys for six months. It was for me. Yeah. So you start to build those relationships, and again, I was super super close with my billets. I still stay in touch with them today. Um, So it definitely was a little emotional for me, but you know, after the three hour four hour ride, I just kind of. You know, thought a lot about it and saw it as a new opportunity for me and just, you know, try to make the best of it. So what we're learning from tonight's show with both of you is that, boy, if anything ever is just, you know, a lot, yeah, just go on a really long drive. And by the yeah. end of that, you'll be all cooled <laughs> off. Whether that's going back home after a busy stretch of hockey or getting traded, just go on a long drive. <laughs> Everything will be okay. So I want to talk to both you guys about this. You're both committed to play at schools. Uh, Daniel, you made yours a few weeks ago, so I'll start with you. Committed to play at Vermont. Take me through that process. Uh, what excited you about that program in particular? Yeah, I think the coaching staff is world class. Um, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was, you know, just their background and, you know, how familiar they were with me through the recruiting process and um, just everything the school itself and hockey team had to offer. Um, you know, it's a great business school, which is what I'm looking to do in college. And then, um, you know, as a hockey player, I felt I was going to develop most there. Um, so it's, a, I'm very, very excited for the opportunity and, you know, pumped to, you know, eventually go to school there. They're in a situation where they're looking to kind of take some bigger steps forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been a tough couple of years here in a way though, is that exciting as a recruit? Because you know, Hey, I can be a part of something that's building towards something bigger one day too. Yeah, I think it is. Cause you know, always in the back of your head, you get the, op- like you have the mindset that you're going to have the opportunity to 
you know, build a really strong team and, you know, be a piece of that team. Um, so that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, again, I think it's just a great opportunity all around. And, you know, that's kind of what drew my biggest attention. Any guys in this league who you maybe who are going there with you that you already knew or knew? So the only one that I've been kind of familiar with is Bump. Um, actually, last Friday I brought it up to him and um, we were just talking a little bit back and forth on the uh, before one of the draws. Um, that's really – I know two kids in Sioux City are going there. I don't know them very well. Um, but, no, honestly, it's kind of going to be a lot of new faces for me once I get there. Um, but I, a lot of the guys have reached out and, you know, and introduced themselves, which is great. So, um, you know, just putting a face to the name once I get, eventually get there. So of course you're referring to Alex bump with Omaha. You say you bring that up on the ice. How does that work? You're lined up for a face off and you say, Hey, see you in the fall at school. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I forget exactly what I said. I was just like, um, Hey, you want to give me one tonight? Like just. <laughs> You know, leave the puck out for me. You know, we're going to be teammates. Yeah. And he was just laughing. Um, but, yeah, he, he's an awesome guy. I like him a lot. But, um, again, I'm excited to meet a lot of new people and, um, again, put some faces to names. Carson, you're committed to play at Princeton, and not a lot we have to really say about that. What drew you to them, though, in particular? Uh, well, definitely lots. You know, I coming from Canada, I didn't know a ton about um, NCAA hockey at, at first, but – you know, after I started talking to them a bit and I did a lot of research on them and you know, I realized how incredible it would be to play such a high-level hockey and also go to a, an incredible school like Princeton. Um, you know, and it was great, too. I When I was in Cedar Rapids, I played with uh, Josh Carnes. He, he's also going to Princeton, so it was great to know him. And he's a great guy, so I'm looking forward to going to school with him. And, uh, of course, Antonio's committed there, too. And he was actually the first guy, one of the first guys to reach out to me after I was traded to Lincoln and, you know, just said hello and he was happy to have us and it was going to be great to get to know him so you know he was awesome about that and welcoming me to Lincoln. That's really nice in a situation like that because we were talking about the trades before you're going and for the most part you're probably not knowing guys so kind of nice to at least have a connection there with someone going in. Uh, Daniel was talking a little bit about you know the business school in Vermont is it, what about for you at Princeton are you going in you kind of have an idea of what you're targeting or are you maybe still looking to figure that out? I'm still a little open but I, I think I want to uh, pursue economics that's something that really interests me and I'd love to uh, study there. It's, it's always interesting for me asking these this questions with you guys because I say it to everyone, the junior hockey season is so professional. You guys, you don't really have time to think about a lot besides hockey, but there is a little bit of free time during the week. And, you know, for guys who are not still in high school, I wonder for you guys how much is it, uh, can you, you know, make that switch to get back into the school mode? So it's interesting you guys have both thought about that as well. I wanted to talk about uh, this past weekend as well. Last Friday was a, a great win for the Stars, that 5-1 to one win against Omaha. Saturday, it was almost like the switch flipped. Uh, take me through that because the the momentum was pretty much all throughout your favor on Friday's game. You guys had all the energy you wanted. Something changed Saturday. How did you guys feel after the weekend when you kind of look back at it? Start with you, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I think Friday was great. We did a lot of good things, especially coming off break. It's always you know nice to kind of have it figured out right after break um on saturday i just don't think we were very focused um i mean they scored the first shift of the first they scored the first shift of the third um it didn't didn't get many power plays we were on the kill a lot um so just kind of the recipe for disaster i guess um all which was in our control 
Um, so I, I think, you know, all of us just kind of have to dial it in a little bit more going out for the first puck drop. And I think we'll find a lot more success if, you know, we're not getting scored on the first shift and killing seven times. Yeah, Carson, what were your takeaways from this past weekend? Yeah, I'd have to agree with Daniel on a lot of that. And I'd say Friday and Saturday are probably exact opposite games, you know, going into uh, Omaha. It's great to get a 5-1 win and, you know, really start a great half or start have a great start to the second half. Uh, you know, we were feeling really good at the, about that game. And, uh, you know, going into Tri-City there on Saturday, you know, we just – we let we got let down early, yeah. letting a goal or two in early, and we were chasing from from uh, from then on. And, you know, that's that's really tough to do. And, you know, like Daniel said, we weren't focused enough. We didn't we didn't play a strong enough game, but that's totally in our control, and that's, that's on no one but us. You guys have seen Tri-City a ton lately. Fourth time in the last five games this past Saturday that you saw them. Don't see him this weekend. You play Fargo, but that next weekend, two more games to Tri-City. It seemed like that third period, both teams had pretty much had enough of each other, even with the holiday break in between. How do you guys, next time out that you see them, kind of get past that frustration with certain guys you remember and just you lock in on getting four points? Yeah, I think, you know, it's a different game. Um, I, I know for me, I take every game, game to game, just you got to reset each night. Um I think we really just have to put our, our personal vendettas behind us uh, next time we play Tri-City and just, you know, focus on what we have to do to win the game as a team. Um, and that's, you know, really all I have to say about that. What about you, Carson? I'd say, you know, we have to focus on the bigger goal and getting the win and not let any personal grudges you have with guys on their team get in the way because, you know, it's hockey or, or uh, it's the game. You know, you're not, you're not going to like everyone, but what's more important is playing a team game and winning, so... You know, you have to put some of those grudges aside and uh, just focus on what's what's more important. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have to deal with them this weekend. It'll be Fargo who comes to town this Friday and Saturday, 7.05 p.m. on Friday at the Icebox, and then 6.05 the next night. We'll take a quick break. We'll have more in a moment after these messages. This is Outside the Box, being brought to you by Raising Canes on 93.7 The Ticket. 